Okay, so earlier today we were talking about some fears. Were we? Well, I was talking about my fears. Specifically, my fear of stickers. Oh, I see. Okay. And price tags. Yes. And anything, really anything like wet paper, wet price tags, like like stickers on um, fruit. See, I would never consider that to be a fear of yours. You just gag when you see it. Like, I'm legitimately afraid of it. I kid you not. Like, when I get an apple or something and I know I have to peel a sticker off of it, I will literally not get that apple. Like, I will search until I find one without a sticker. And then I was thinking of other fears. And, like, I feel like some are rational. Yes. Like heights. I don't like heights. I don't like spiders. Dark. Yeah. You're the dark. And then you get into the ones that are maybe a little unconventional. Like, I'm afraid of being cut in half by an elevator. Like, the doors. Which, I mean, granted, it's happened. Yeah. So. I don't like being near edges. Like, railings that only go up to, like, your waist. Because I'm a very clumsy person. I just have this fear that one time I'm going to be on some elevated platform and trip and just fall over. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that our brother in high school told us he would shove us over the (laughs) Rotunda rotunda railing if we got too close to it? Well, see, he never told me that. He told me he was going to put me in a locker, and he said he was going to put me in a trash can. So Um, he just told me that. But that was in middle school. Yeah, I don't think he ever told me he was going to push me over the rotunda. Mm. I don't remember. I might have, and I have just forgotten, but... But yeah, I mean, I feel like some of them... There's definitely cause for some of them. Yes. Like, but then it reaches a point where it's like... I I feel like every fear... There's a reason someone fears it, so there's got to be some legitimacy to it, whether or not people understand it. Yes. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because I, like, there are people who are afraid of shots. They don't like needles. They right. don't like looking at needles or seeing someone get stabbed with a needle. And that is not something that bothers me. But then I think about my irrational fear of eyeballs. Mm. I don't like touching eyeballs, especially pe- things happening to people's eyeballs in in media. I just watched um, Sin City mm-hmm. for the first time recently. And I was like, please warn me if there's any eyeball stuff, because it's a pretty violent movie. And they're like, oh, don't worry, there's no eyeball stuff. And then, like, within the next ten minutes, there was an eyeball thing. There was eyeball stuff. And I went, oh, God, and, like, covered my eyes. But it was just the one thing, and it wasn't terrible. But I think that stems from when I watched Prison Break, when I was maybe Mm. 12 years old, maybe a little too young, and watched an inmate stab another inmate in the eye with a broken light bulb just stabbed him right in the eye with yeah. it. And ever since then... You saved me in Game of Thrones. I did. Because you warned me, knowing I also am the same about eyeball stuff, that a certain scene was going to happen. We won't spoil in case anyone hasn't watched it. Yes. But someone grotesquely gets their... Basically their head gets blown up. Yes, but has starts with touching the eyeballs. Yes. So Alyssa told me, politely told me, when, that time, <laughs> when the time came to uh, cover my eyes. I watched that scene and I sat for like 15 to 20 minutes just staring at the wall because I was so disturbed what I just witnessed yeah and I it was sickening that's fair that's fears (laughs) that is fears and that's eyeballs yeah good luck to me future me who's maybe getting contacts tomorrow (laughs) yeah we'll see best of luck thanks cheers cheers
welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. This is Hannah. This is Alyssa. And we have a very special episode today. I am, I mean, to be honest, I'm ecstatic. This is a podcast, maybe one of our first ideas. We came up with Mm -hmm. this while we were still developing the podcast, while we were just talking about it. And we've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and now it's finally time. It's Girl Scout cookie season. (laughs) It's finally time. Hannah got her boxes in last week. We finally are able to do Girl Scout cookie rankings, the definitive cookie ranking. This is the only list you need to hear. And next time you're walking into that store and those little girls bat their eyes at you and ask you to buy cookies from them, we will tell you which one you should buy. Right. And which one you should avoid. Yes. Exactly. Now, do you have a favorite Girl Scout cookie going into this, Hannah? When I was younger, it was always Tagalons. You always loved Tagalons. Loved Tagalons. And then I started to like coconut more and I love Samoas. Yes. So kind of go be back and forth between those two. Okay. Samoas has always been my favorite. Top tier Girl Scout cookie. I certainly like Tagalongs, but it's nowhere near. Yeah. And so I'm curious if <laughs> within one of our eight cookies that we've bought, if I find a new favorite. Because I think there were a couple of cookies they didn't have available. Right. But there's quite a few in here that I've never tried. Yes. There's a couple that are new, and then there's ones that we've just never ordered before. So I'll be curious to see. I mean, I would be surprised. I would be happy if one of them was better because I think Samoas and Tagalons are pretty top tier in terms of cookies. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to it. All right. So I have just a little bit of uh, background about the Girl Scouts and Girl Scout cookies in general. Just thought we could discuss that before we begin our eating. So the Girl Scouts... <laughs> Sorry, you went down the wrong pipe. That's okay. We're having a little... We Normally we have some sort of like cold beverage but we figured you know cookies it's a little chilly out today we decided to do hot chocolate but we also had some butter scotch schnapps that we had bought for another drink which did not it was not a good drink it was not a good very bad drink but it's a perfect excuse to use it so we poured some of that in hot chocolate and here we are here we are so the girl scouts Technically, the organization is the Girl Scouts of the United States of America, also just known as the Girl Scouts, was founded in 1912 by Juliet Gordon Lowe in Savannah, Georgia. And the first cookie sale was made in 1917, five years later. So the actual organized sale of cookies within the Girl Scouts didn't really take off until the 1930s through the 1950s. They had to halt some of their production during World War II. They still sold cookies, but they also sold calendars since they had limited supplies, you know, since a lot of things were being rationed during the war. And I learned that essentially what happens is the Girl Scout organizations, there's a couple, like 200 or 100, that will choose one national bakery to make the cookies. And that's not necessarily the same every year it can change so ba- essentially one one national bakery is making all of these cookies in an average season over 200 million boxes of cookies are sold with a total of about 800 million dollars raised for the organization and so there also is no standard name for each cookie each bakery can designate their own name mm-hmm. 
people complain a lot because, well, that seems silly that you would have different names for the same cookie. I mean, I think in terms of, like, consistent marketing, people right. like to see the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, we even, there was a comment made earlier today with, like, one of our family members who said that they thought one of the cookies went by a different name. Yes. So, for example, um, Thin Mints, which are the popular mint chocolate mm-hmm. cookies, are also known as grasshoppers sometimes, mm-hmm. just depending on uh, what bakery is making them. And so, I found a list on Wikipedia, which is also where I got all this information from. What's the most popular Girl Scout cookie? Just based on solely on sales. Mm. So can I guess? Yes, I have the top four. Okay. Um, based on what people's what people's favorites are, and also based on mm. sales. Okay, I'm going to say, I think Thin Mints are really popular. I would say, Tagalongs, Samoas, and Dosi Dos. That is all four. Oh, you yes. nailed it. Thin Mints, you are correct. Thin Mints would be the most popular, 25% being the most popular. Then you have Samoas with 19%, Dosi Dos with 16%, and then Taglong with 13%. And there are currently 51 discontinued cookie flavors. So I found what I considered to be the weirdest. Um, there certainly was a lot of oatmeal like a lot of oatmeal raisin or oatmeal variations, and I was like, it's not weird, it's just bad. It makes sense. There's also a lot of, like, cinnamon cookies. Hmm. Like, multiple cinnamon cookies. But by far the weirdest is mango creams, which are vanilla coconut cookies with mango cream, like, filling. That actually sounds kind of good. Yes. But I don't think it would be that popular. Exactly. That is exactly Mm -hmm. what I thought. Like... In concept, it does sound really good, but also, and I I get they want to be experimental and they want to try weird stuff out. Why not? You know, get weird with it. But it uh, it only was sold for about a year or two, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. sense. But uh, yeah, that's all the background I have. I just wanted to just present a little bit of information. Okay. Um, So like Alyssa said, we have eight different cookies. I'm just going to run through them really quick. So we have the Do-Si-Dos, the S'mores. Trefoils. 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 Lemon Ups, Toffee Tastic, Tagalons, Samoas, and Thin Mints. So we have eight cookies to try today. So we are going to go through each of them, give just a little bit of our description on how we feel about them, and then we're going to rank them at the end. We have our fabulous whiteboards with us again. Yes. I really spent a lot on these. I really spent a lot on these, so I'm glad they're getting put to use. This is the third time we've used them. Yeah. How exciting. I feel like we'll continue to use them because we're going to have more food, drink stuff. So, yeah. So, we're going to get into it. Okay. So, the first one we're doing is the Dosey Dose. They are an oatmeal sandwich cookie with a peanut butter filling. I haven't had this one that many times, I don't think. I've certainly had Dosey Dose, but... It's been a long time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to adjust my feet as quiet as possible. You're pretty much being as loud as you could possibly be. I just wanted be. to move this. Now, do you have a, um, is the box have a description? You already did. I you? did the okay. description already. <laughs> I got distracted with all my moving and dropping things that I, could you, <laughs> could you be any noisier? It's like when we used to try and, when Sun Chips decided to rebrand their bag yes. to make them more eco-friendly, and you literally, we would try and open them at like two in the morning, and it was the loudest thing ever. So this cookie looks, I'm just going to wait until you stop. 
It uh, looks like maybe. a dog biscuit. <laughs> it kind of does look like a dog biscuit. It seems like it, it would taste right. It kind of looks like a nipple. <laughs> yeah, it does a little bit. It's like one of those peanut butter crackers. So my question is, is it going to be as dry as a peanut butter <laughs> I cracker? think it might be. All right, okay. well, Here's enjoy. to dog biscuits. And dry. Okay, so next we have the s'mores. Oh, are we not going to discuss the cookie itself? Oh, I completely forgot about it. We just ate, okay. So that should tell you everything. <laughs> yes. So it's about as dry as I imagined it would be. Yeah, we used to eat our dogs. Biscuits. Um, dog biscuits, and that's pretty much the dryness of it. I will say, flavor was very good, though. The peanut butter flavor came through. It came through. And the oatmeal did. It's a nice blend, but realistically, I'm not going to eat a whole box of those. No. I'm going to eat one and maybe dunk it in coffee. <laughs> now, certainly, if you wanted cookies that you weren't going to binge eat in, like, two days, probably would be the cookie for you. Well, that's pointless. <laughs> if you're not going through a box of Samoas in, like, two days, you're doing it wrong. That's true. Okay. So, we're going to move on to S'mores. Just and s'mores is the name. Just s'mores. Well, it's called Girl Scout S'more. Okay. It's a graham sandwich cookie with chocolate and marshmallowy filling. So the appearance-wise, it looks nice. It looks like one of the um, Keebler Elf cookies. Sandwich sandwiches. cookies, yes. So on one side it says Girl Scout S'mores. On the other side, is this like an archery oh, ring? My, mine's different. Oh, okay. Yours is a horse. Mine looks like... Um, like archery. I imagine it's supposed to be like camp activities. I think so. Because the girls on the front cover are setting up a camp tent. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. That one was interesting. It didn't really taste like a s'more. Yeah, it was very sweet. Yeah. I mean, the fl- I liked it enough that I ate the whole thing. I did too. Unlike the first one, which I did not eat the entire thing. But it's almost like a s'more where you can only eat, like, one. And then you're done. And then you're done. The, I definitely t- tasted the graham cracker. Certainly. But, like, the marshmallow didn't really come through, maybe? Or the chocolate wasn't I don't think the chocolate strong? came... Something... It's just, like, the... The flavor the, was a little bit off. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but I think that I would not be able to... I would not be able to eat more than, like, one of those and not, like, feel a little sick. I agree. As an adult. Yeah. Certainly, maybe if I was a child, a child yeah. I could eat more. Right. Okay. Would you like to do the next one? Sure. Next up, we have trefoils, which the description is traditional shortbread cookies. Simple and sweet. Simple and sweet, uh, which is what this cookie looks like, just your run-of-the-mill shortbread cookie. Yeah, pretty basic. Looks like there's like a wave on mine or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So something I've come to find is that I really like shortbread cookies as an adult. I never liked them when I was a kid. They're so underrated. Yes. They're so good. They're so crisp and buttery. Mm-hmm. And my first bite, well, it was good. My second bite, I dunked it into my hot chocolate combination drink and it got better. Yeah, you know, my first bite, I didn't, the shortbread wasn't coming through. Mm-hmm. And then my second one, I like felt, like tasted it. And then I took inspiration from you and dunked it in the hot chocolate. And it was like a million times better. Yeah, this would be a premier tea and biscuits or coffee and biscuits. Yeah. You would, I would certainly have this with the, like a hot beverage. Oh, for sure. I would buy a box and like over like, time like over maybe a week you know yeah a couple each day it's not the kind of cookie that you need to eat in bulk it's one of those Mm -hmm. ones where you could have like two or three at a time maybe with like an afternoon like hot chocolate or Mm -hmm. tea in the winter but that's a good shortbread cookie it's good yeah i approve okay so next we have the lemon ups which are crispy lemon cookies baked with inspiring messages to lift your spirits would you like to tell me what inspiring message you have in yours mine says that i am a risk taker 
Mine says, I am an innovator. Nice. Now, <clears throat> would you call this oh. cookie humongous? I don't like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's all, it's all iced it's on the It's glaze. Back. It's glazed on the, the backside. I mean, this cookie is gigantic. It's a massive cookie. I feel like Girl Scout cookies are known for being, like, small. I definitely can smell the lemon right away. The lemon smell is palpable. <laughs> Pal- palpable? Palpable. Palpable. <laughs> I don't know. The lemon smell is, is, is very noticeable. I'll just choose a different word. <laughs> Stop embarrassing myself. All right. Uh, we're going to try this out. Now, Hannah, did you get the distinct taste of just straight up lemon poppy seed muffin while you were eating this cookie? Yeah. But it's almost like that fake lemon taste where it's you can tell it's not a real lemon was squeezed in there. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. I, I'm not, like, huge on lemon Mm-mm. in, like, cookies and, like, desserts. Um, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, we just, pardon the interruption, something just happened and we've been laughing for about two minutes. Um, currently crying a little bit. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about. Um, essentially, the cookies are okay. <laughs> They're okay. They're just okay. 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 Oh. Mm-hmm. So next up, we have the um, toffee-tastic cookies, which are gluten-free. You know, being inclusive to everyone. <laughs> okay. The, the description of, on the box says they were... <laughs> the, the description of the box says... <laughs> Can we just stop for a second? <laughs> All right, so next we're doing the um, toffee-tastic gluten-free cookie, and it is described as a rich, buttery cookie with sweet, crunchy toffee bits. Yum. We should say that um, earlier our family was trying some of the cookies. We didn't have any. My mom said this; she didn't like it. She hated it. Yeah, she said it was too sticky. My dad said he loved it, so we'll see. See which team we're on. It's like Edward versus Jacob, except yep. not creepy. Exactly. I think I'm team JT. Yeah, I think so too. It's almost like it's too thick. It's like, I had a hard time like just biting into it. It was tough to chew and it has toffee bits in it, which don't chew well. Yeah. So that you just end up getting them kind of stuck in your teeth a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I would want to sit there and try and eat them all. Like, I feel like I just destroy my teeth. The flavor itself isn't bad. I liked the flavor and generally I'm a person who likes toffee. You know, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of eating toffee in a general sense, but I just don't really think it works. I don't either. All right. Okay, so next we have the Tagalons, which is a crispy cookie layered with peanut butter and covered with a chocolatey coating. Mmm. Delicious. Mmm, that sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a reason why I think Tagalons were always one of my favorites. Agreed. It's got that perfect mix of peanut butter to chocolate ratio. Yeah. <clears throat> I certainly like peanut butter and chocolate as a combination. I do, however, think this cookie is pretty rich. Mm -hmm. And that certainly I wouldn't be able to eat multiple of these cookies. Yeah, I think if you eat more than like maybe three at a time, you're going to feel a little ill. Yeah, I found as I certainly I'm sure I could eat way more when I was a child. But I found the older I get, the less I can eat amounts of rich things without starting to feel a little sick. Right, I agree. Still good, though. Yeah, still good. All right, and now we have Samoas. So excited. It's a crisp cookie with caramel, or caramel, coconut, and dark chocolatey stripes. 
Nice. Look at the appearance of this cookie. Appearance-wise, this one's the most pleasing so far. It looks like a Christmas wreath. Yeah. It's got those nice striped chocolate and then the flakes of coconut on it. And it's in a circular shape. And you can even see the caramel coming through. Do you say caramel or caramel? I say caramel, Carmel. but I okay. said both for the audience. So. Yeah, I was just curious. I thought, and you, I thought you said caramel. That's what you normally say, but I wasn't I normally sure. say caramel. It just looks very appealing. It does. I oh, mean. They're so good. When you bite in, you instantly like taste the coconut, and then you bite through that caramel layer, and then you get to the actual cookie part itself, and it's just, that pairing together blends so well. It's just such a, and it's not too rich. Just such a nice cookie. The dark chocolate, great pairing. Mm-hmm. With coconut and caramel, you get crunchy, you get soft, it melts in your mouth all around. There's nothing wrong with it. I would agree. I don't think they could make it better, to I be agree. honest. Fair point. Okay. And then we, on to the last cookie. Last, but certainly not least favorite. No, the Thin Mints, which was you mentioned was actually the general public's favorite cookie. Yes. Um, so it's a crisp, chocolatey cookie made with natural oil of peppermint. Which I was not aware that it was made of natural peppermint oil. Me either. Maybe it's not. <laughs> it's a marketing scam. But it's actually not. We don't want to get sued by Girl Scouts. No, no. Because <laughs> I would like to continue to buy yeah. Girl Scout cookies. Same. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I mean, so I'll say this. I'm not the biggest fan of, like, peppermint in desserts. I'm just, in a general sense, not a big fan of mint and chocolate mm-hmm. together. But honestly, that cookie itself, I think it works. My problem I usually have is that the peppermint is way too overbearing. The mint flavor, like, overpowers the chocolate to the point where it's no longer enjoyable. But Think I of, feel... like, um, junior mints. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only um, one that I really like is the peppermint bark Ghirardelli's mm-hmm. chocolate squares. It's the white chocolate and the peppermint. And I think this does a similar thing where the peppermint is certainly present, but it's not overbearing. Yeah. You still get a good amount of chocolate flavor, and the cookie itself is a good um, texture and a good... Yeah. Um, I'm on a moisture. It's not too dry. It's not too hard. Yeah. It's not too, like, wet. <laughs> nice and moist. Yeah. A good... It's a good salt cookie, you know? No, I agree. I mean, I think if you like mint, you're really going to like this cookie. And I can certainly understand why it is the most sold cookie. Oh, yeah. No, I agree, too. Yeah. Okay, so we have gone through and eaten all eight of them. Yes. We're going to go do our order. Um, I think I'll start. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling like start. starting. Go ahead. Okay, so number eight, I did the Toffee-tastic. I also did the Toffee-tastic for Basically just because I didn't enjoy it. Like, it was such... I feel like my jaw would... <laughs> Get a workout. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't want to eat more than one. I didn't even finish. I ate, like, a quarter of it. We both didn't finish three cookies, mm-hmm. and that was... And it was the three same cookies, but that was certainly right. one of the ones we didn't finish. Yeah. Uh, number seven, I went with the dosi dos Number seven, I went with the Lemon-Ups. Okay, I just think the dosi dos were too dry for me. Well, I certainly think the dosidos were dry. I just don't see myself ever eating the lemon nubs. Just because I'm not a huge fan of lemon and cookie, and it just is such a big cookie, and it's not a flavor that I would come back to to eat multiple mm-hmm. of. Yeah, I mean, I did number six. I did the lemon nubs. Same thing as you. I just think in terms of the actual cookie itself, it, was, it wasn't as dry. So I feel like I enjoyed it a little bit more. That was the only reason I put it ahead. Yeah, number six, I did the Dositos. It's They were way too dry. The peanut butter flavor was better mm-hmm. than the lemon flavor, which is why I put it higher. I mean, those are the three cookies neither of us finished. Yes. So. It's fitting that they would be yeah. in the last three spots. Okay, so number five, I went with the S'more cookie. I did as well. I just think, like, flavor-wise, it wasn't all the way there. 
Yeah, it was a decent cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I think it was a little too sweet for me. Yeah, that's fair. I Number four, I went with Thin Mints. Basically just a personal preference of not being a huge fan of like the mint cookies, but I do think it's like a, a pretty solid cookie. So I surprised myself. I put number four as Tagalongs. Because although I really like peanut butter and chocolate together, I just felt like eating this cookie now that it it's too rich for me personally. And a cookie like that, it's like a Reese's. I'm going to eat multiple Reese's. I'm not going to eat just one Reese's. Right. And I don't think I could eat multiple of that cookie and not feel sick. I think that's probably why I gradually changed from Tagalons to Samoas is because of probably that. Because I agree, it was richer than I remember it being. The flavor certainly is oh, yeah. really well. It's a good cookie. I just don't think I could eat multiple. Yeah, I mean, I put Tagalons as number three. Um, and I put the mints as number three. Mostly just because, like I said, I prefer peanut butter as opposed to like mint. That's pretty much why I picked that. Yeah, I put the mints as number three. And going into this list, I wasn't exactly sure I was going to put Thin Mints mm-hmm. just because I know I don't necessarily like mint and chocolate combination, but it works. Mm-hmm. It's a good cookie. Well, although it's not my favorite, it certainly works and I understand why it's a lot of people's favorites. It has a good balance between yeah, the two flavors. I agree. Um, So number two, which to me was kind of surprising, I went with the trefoils. Same here. I think, I, I don't think I've ever really had this particular one, like the shortbread, um, but I agree with you. I, I've really gotten into shortbread cookies like the past couple of years, and this is a really solid shortbread cookie. It's especially good once I dipped it in mm-hmm. my hot chocolate. It transformed into a new cookie. And I mean, that's kind of what shortbread cookies are for. Exactly. You know? Because they are technically dry, right. but they still work. Yeah. And they absorb flavors really well. Yeah. And I mean, to no one's surprise, number one is Samoa's. Yeah, I mean, I expected this. I think it was always going to be number one. Eating Samoa's once a year... It's like a rite of passage. You get that box, you open it up, you shove those cookies in your mouth, Mm -hmm. and it is, you're in heaven. You forget about all your life troubles for a few minutes. And you can polish off a box in a day. And you feel bad about yourself later. Yes, you certainly feel bad, but in the moment, feels so good. Worth it. (laughs) Yeah, so um, let's just run through them really quick. Yep. So I had Toffee Tastic, it's number eight, Dosey Dose, seven, Lemon Up, six. S'mores, five. Thin Mints, four. Tagalons, three. Trefoils, two. And Samoa's, one. I had Toffee Tastic at number eight. Lemon Ups is number seven. Dosey Dose, number six. S'mores, number five. Tagalongs, number four. Thin Mints, number three. Trefoils, number two. Number one, Samoa's. Yes. Reign Supreme. So if there's anything you should take away from this, Trefoils are underrated. Go By the- Samoa's. Of course, buy some O's, but go get yourself some shortbread cookies. Show them some love mm-hmm. so they don't get discontinued. Because that would be disappointing. That's actually, interestingly, that's probably the only other one I would buy now and add into it. Like, yeah. you know, because we always seem to buy Tagalons and Samoas every right. year. But I would definitely buy those this, like, the next year and get some shortbread. I want to go back to the, um, the Wikipedia, oh, sorry, the Wikipedia list I was looking at. Because I want to see where Trefoils rank. Right, because it wasn't yeah. in the top four. Okay, so trefoils are number one, two, three, four, five, six. They're over the lemon. Over the lemon. Are they below the lemon? Although the lemonades aren't they lemon ups now? Yeah, but that's but, the same, yeah. just different name. Yeah, so they're like kind of up there, but certainly I would be depressed if those got discontinued. I would agree. Pretty good cookie. But yeah, I think I mean. I think what's interesting is that the Girl Scouts don't necessarily do traditional cookies. There's no chocolate chip. Mm-mm. 
There's no like M&M cookie no. or snickerdoodle or... There's not even really like a traditional peanut butter cookie. Right. They have like the peanut butter sandwich with the Ore- with the oatmeal and then the tag alongs. Yeah, like they don't have a sugar cookie necessarily. I think There's... that's kind of what's appealing though is because you spend the whole year, you know, eating chocolate chip cookies, eating normal cookies, and then when Girl Scout season comes along... You get to have, like, these... A limited edition special cookie. And I think it's almost nice because I don't think I would want to eat these cookies all the time. No. I think what makes them good is the fact that they're only available at a specific time. Yeah. It's almost like Oberon Mm -hmm. with Bell's Brewery. Right. It's a a beer that's only available at certain times of the year. Usually during the summer. Special items are very appealing for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for Girl Scouts. Yep. You guys want to tell us how wrong we are? Yes, please tell us why we're wrong. If anyone um, loves toffee tastic cookies, I would love to hear why. Our dad. <laughs> oh yeah, our dad did. Yeah. Well, he said they were very good. He um, really liked them. So. But yeah, I mean, you can send us an email. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Yep. And um, uh, we will be back with a new episode next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> And now we're gonna start with the tagline. It's nice and peanut buttery. Feel that sh- <laughs> Feel the crispiness of the box as you open it up. The peanut butter is nice and thick and crunchy. Okay. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.